Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Trucking 101, surviving your first year with host Melissa Grimm. We'll talk about safety, managing your money, and real life out on the road. Our group has over 100 years of combined real-world driving experience. You've got questions, we've got answers. Hello, and welcome to Trucking 101, surviving your first year the show that will not only help you survive, but thrive in your first year. Our mission is to find and pass along knowledge to new drivers that will make them the safest drivers on the road and provide a firm stepping stone into a successful career. Our show is not just for new drivers. It's also an outlet for experienced drivers to share their knowledge. If you have a question, a comment, or a topic, please press one and we'll get you on on the show. We can talk about safety, managing your finances, living on the truck, hours of service, compliance, or anything else you want to talk about. Tonight, the topic uh, that we came up with is the future of trucking. Um, Let me bring on my co-host here, Russ Morgan. We've been talking about this pretty much all day today. Hey, Russ, how are you doing? Uh, I'm vertical. I'm doing good. Uh, Yeah, Becky and I are talking about it much. And you and I were talking about it a bunch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's been interesting what we found out. Yeah, it has been interesting. Like, I mean, I just I did a search on the internet and I found some articles that were put out, and uh, the most interesting thing that I saw was they're trying to sell it as if it's just going to make, um, well, um. Let me go back. Let me let me tell you what they're trying to sell. The thing yeah, is, ever present in most. That might be a good idea. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. The thing that is ever present in in most people's minds when they think about the future of trucking is, you know, is there going to be truck drivers? Because we got autonomous uh, trucks coming out, um, and they've actually already made deliveries. So. There's been a lot of articles written about autonomous trucks and uh, how they're going to play out in the future. And from the articles that I read, the way they're selling it is they're selling it like uh, the autonomous function of the truck has is in no way going to take anybody's job away. It's only there to improve safety, improve efficiency, and make uh, life easier for the truck driver. So, uh, yeah, why don't you give us your opinion on that, Russ? Uh, well, I uh, I like it and I don't. I mean, it, I mean it's coming and there's nothing we can do about it. Um, Becky and I had a long conversation about it today. Uh, you know, and for, in the articles I read right now, they're talking about um, just over the road trucking. You know, going uh, once you once uh, the driver gets it on the highway and then the truck is taken over. Uh, but if you go and continue reading into the article, they're eventually talking about the trucks going from uh, point A to point B. Um, you know, without driver assistance at all. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, to me, what's brought up a you know, a, a matter of fact, I got a list of. Uh, uh, well, we wrote pros, cons, um, uh, but I mean, I came up with a whole herd of things here. Um, you know, how are they going to fuel the truck? Um, you know, now if you're running like terminal to terminal, that's not going to be an issue. But you know, um, mm-hmm. if you're uh, uh, you know, if you're running from uh, uh, you know over the road stuff. Um, you know, so we're going to ha- have uh, pump jockeys again at the fuel lines to come out and fuel these autonomous um, autonomous trucks. Another thing I thought of is uh, pre-trip. Who's going to pre-trip these things? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, let's see. They were talking about safety, like today, and I'm just kind of hitting some of it. We can get into in depth in a moment. They were talking about. Uh, the article said, you know, they were going for safety uh, overall. Um, mm-hmm. And, 
you know, it reminded me, you know, I got to thinking of, you know, almost every truck driver, I, I, I know I get cut off almost every day. You know, so, or maybe not completely cut off, but somebody does something stupid in front of me. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm usually watching out for it. And, uh, you know, the truck will watch out for it. But I'm sure, I mean, most of us have probably seen videos where it didn't matter how quick you were going to hit the brakes. car did something stupid in front of the truck, and the truck's going to hit it. I mean, you just can't, you, mm-hmm. you're not going to stop it. So, um, uh, anyway, I mean, I can see some serious cost savings to, to it eventually, you know, if they start platooning the trucks. Um, uh, you know, if things start platooning trucks, I mean, they're, you know, they're looking at, eventually, I think they're looking at less employees, um, you know, which they're not going to have to pay, you know, taxes on employees, uh, not going to have to pay insurance, not going to have to pay unemployment. Um, I mean, we can keep going right down the list here of, um, you know, savings, and, you know, and uh, they're not going to not gonna take as many employees to run the company. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the things I'm seeing out of it, uh, another thing I'm seeing for maybe cons out of it is, you know, this thing's going to be completely computer-controlled. Uh, I'm assuming, um, you know, it's going to be all GPS. Um, at least that's, right. uh, that's yeah. what it seems like. Most of these things are running all GPS. Uh, so uh, what about viruses? What about hackers getting into, the, getting into it? What about, uh, uh, you know, if hackers get into it, can they, are they going to be able to program that load to come to their facility so they can unload it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, and you know, and while they're doing that, showing that you know, maybe showing that uh, the truck is somewhere else. You know, I mean, I'm not computer savvy enough, but this is a couple things that I've come up with. You know, I mean, this this may be a hijacker's dream, uh, you know, or a hacker's dream. So, yeah, anyway, yeah I, I was reading the mind. articles. Yeah, I was reading those articles, and one thing just kind of made me laugh. You know, because you know how technology is. Sometimes, most of the time it works, but sometimes it just completely, just totally fails. And I was reading about platooning. And let me explain platooning for for those of you that don't know. Platooning is uh, where they would have one lead truck that would have a driver in it. And then the uh, there would be follower trucks behind, two, three, four, five, however many they can they can do. Um, they're, they're thinking about, like, probably, like, three could be I don't know it could be upwards of 10. I mean if they if they get it figured out, who knows how many they could do. They could have a whole train going down the road. But anyways, so you got one lead truck with the driver in it and then the other trucks are behind it following it. And the way they connect the trucks, they said the trucks are going to be connected via Wi-Fi and cellular signals and I'm just like, "Hmm. Boy, that could go bad." <laughs> well, well, exactly. And that's I mean that's kind of my point. Um, yeah. That um, you know interference. Um, I haven't done a lot of research. I mean, some of you know I'm a ham radio operator, so I mean I, I'm sure I can go in and do the research. But I mean, um, you know, something could get in there and you know and block that signal. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's actually kind of scary. I mean, I, I'm sure eventually they'll figure out how to get it to work, but. Um. Yeah, I mean something well, could get have, in there. And they it. have two. Yeah, they have two trucks right now that have the capability of platooning. Um, Freightliner put it out. It's called the Inspiration. So there are two trucks right now that have the capability of hooking together and uh, and platooning down the road. I don't know. I'm, I know they haven't perfected it yet, the ability to do it. Uh, another thing that was interesting, I actually got this little stat off of the article that Uber, that was written about the Uber self-driving truck. They made a big deal about this. Um, it actually made, for those of you that don't know, back in, I think it was October, uh, uh, I don't know when Uber bought the company, but Uber bought a trucking company, and it's called Auto, and they have six trucks, and they're all autonomous. And uh, according to the article, they're actually uh, running up and down a couple of highways in California. So they're actually on the road. <clears throat> but um, 
So they all have drivers in them. They're not completely um, uh, self-sufficient. So they're not like driverless trucks, but they are autonomous. And they put out a stat. Uh, the guy that wrote the article was all about uh, they're putting out these autonomous uh, trucks to solve a problem. Well, there's the whole there's the whole safety problem. Uh, and then there's a couple of benef- benefits for efficiency and and fuel mileage. So this stat is that apparent according to this article. The there is a forty-eight thousand dollar, forty-eight thousand dollar. There is a forty-eight thousand person driver shortage right now. So the autonomous trucks that that's a way for them that they say to solve a problem. They're not trying to put anybody out of work. They're trying to fill the gap that is there right now. And it said that there is a possibility. I don't know how much stock I put in this, but it says that there is a possibility that the driver shortage could hit 175,000 by 2024, which was interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, I read that. And did I read? Because uh, I, yeah, you know, I read that. Did I read that those trucks were like six million dollars? Is that what I read, or did I read that wrong? Oh, they bought the company for six hundred and eighty million. Oh, so no, that that's okay. not it's not one truck. That's how much they bought the company for. Um, oh, okay, I misread that part. Of yeah, that. it actually says that the uh, the the auto technology is actually can be retrofitted onto any truck with an automatic transmission. He didn't give an exact number, but it said he said it's pretty affordable. So it, it can actually be added on to a current truck as long as it has an automatic transmission. Uh, and and uh, should we add to that uh, crash mitigation system? Right. That's what we, we found out about, about that. Those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. Since, uh, since they claim, you know, they claim they can't be uh, uh, these new trucks can't be retrofitted with them, so mm-hmm. things like that would have to be all pre-wired to me. According to the article, it doesn't have to be. It's just a couple of cameras and sensors on the front of the truck. Um, since it's only driving in a straight line and it's not making turns or anything like that, that makes sense to me, you know, just adding some sensors and some cameras. Uh, and then of course there's the, their wiring to actually be, to be able to engage from the dash. But the, the guy that wrote the article says that the auto technology can be retrofitted onto a truck with an automatic transmission. So he, he ought to know. Um, but yeah. You could be right. Maybe maybe he's talking out of his, uh, you know. Maybe he's blowing smoke. Well, yeah, you know that's uh, yeah. I would like to know a little more about that because I mean, if you can retrofit that, why can't you retrofit, um, you know, a crash mitigation system? Because uh, I mean, you're going to yeah. have to have that brake system. You're going to have to. Right. So unless they, oh, well, I, the, I, I, um, you know, go ahead. The crash mitigation system has all been approved and it's all legal and everything like that, and it can be put on anybody that wants it on their truck. Uh, there was another article that I read that says that the auto technology is actually kind of breaking the law right now because they're not uh, complying with all the regulations. So maybe that's why it's apparently so easy to, to retrofit. Uh, I don't know if that article is correct or not, but that's one of, another article that I read. So maybe it's just not uh, complying with all the regulations like the crash mitigation system is. Okay, yeah, now I can buy that. Yeah, I, I, I do remember seeing that. Um, um, you know, reading that, uh, yeah, they weren't complying. I guess uh, I could, it wouldn't say that it didn't have federal approval. I think how they worded it. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, you know I can see that. But um, I do see eventually, you know, um, you know all the um, all the big customers, uh, your um, Amazon's, and uh, you know maybe Georgia Pacific, uh, Procter and Gamble. I mean your, you know your big facilities. Walmart, UPS, no. FedEx, yeah. Right. Uh, you know, putting on uh, you know maybe autonomous. Uh, uh, yard trucks. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, be able to pull up there, you know, hit a staging area, which is not uncommon. Um, you know, unhook your truck, open the doors and what have you, let the autonomous um, truck hook up to it and, 
you know, and go put it in a dock. You know, it's, uh, mm-hmm. you, you, I mean, I can see that because, uh, uh, you know, from uh, being a pilot, you know, the instrument landing systems, the microwave landing systems, um, I mean, we could, you know, we could come in and, actually, you know, and touch down and never actually have to touch the controls. You know, and mm-hmm. it, I mean, and it puts you up runway. I mean, there's no, I don't see any reason why um, a similar system couldn't, uh, you know, put you into a dock. To, into a dock. Um, yeah. So, you know, I could, I could actually see that coming, uh, too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, other than um, expense, and that's why I say, you know, you, you, I think you would only see that at the. Uh, um, the big boys, uh, you know, your smaller uh, um, mom and top, mom and pop type operations. Um, I don't see them ever, you know, spending the money to put that, you know, to put that system in. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Another thing they, another thing they talked about was um, just sticking with the point to point highway system and having designated parking areas. So uh, a driver would bring it to the point where it needs to get on the highway and then it would get on the highway and it would go to its designated parking area near the receiver. Um, and then the driver would get in the truck and finish the delivery. That's, that's another possibility that they talked about. So they were talking about how that would make truck driving more local. So you could stay at home and still, you know, um, be a truck driver. Right, still be a truck, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, you know, especially with platooning and all that. I mean, you know, you get somebody who's in control of five or six trucks. Uh, yeah, go to one parking area and, um, you know, that driver could actually move all the, uh, you know, could probably, you know, if all the trucks are going right there within a, you know, a couple of mile radius or so, uh, could actually, you know, theoretically go and drop trailer bobtail back, pick up the next one to go drop a trailer bobtail back. I mean, um, uh, you could get mm-hmm. five or six loads done there, uh, you know, in a matter of, uh, you know, an hour or so, a uh, couple hours, you know, tops, depending on what you have to deal yeah. with getting in and out of the building. Um, yep. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I believe it's coming. And, uh, yep. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I also believe that um, I don't think it's going to put us completely out of business. I haven't figured out. Uh, of course, I haven't thought about it a whole lot, but I haven't figured out how it can, uh, you know, especially like on a long haul. Uh, you know, somebody needs to, you know, according to DOT rules now, somebody's got to pre-trip and post-trip that truck every day. Yep. Uh, yeah, but I think they could uh, they could come up with a stopping. I mean, think about the Pony Express. The Pony Express, they had to stop every every little bit. And they had to get service and whatever they needed to get, fresh horses, all that stuff. It's just depots. You just put depots along the way, and it, it pulls in wherever it's supposed to. And and you don't have to do necessarily the uh, standard pre-trip where you, you get up in the morning and you pre-trip, and then at night before you get your you post-trip. It, just, it can just stop at, at depots along the way, and people will be there to do what needs to be done, and then it will be on its way. Yep, true. True. Uh, yeah, that that brings into another thing. I you know I can see lawyers getting involved in these. Uh, uh, you know, whoever's pre-tripping and post-tripping these trucks, just say that uh, you know they. I'm trying to remember the article. I think said there was four hundred thousand truck accidents every year, if I remember right. Um, yeah. You know, but it uh, and it said, uh, and I don't remember what the percentage of that was driver error. Um, I think it was but like ninety percent. Actually, it's pretty high. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. It was pretty high. Um, so, but they didn't say whether it was uh, the truck or the forward or whatever the right. truck or, or yeah. the, the other vehicle. So, uh, you know, with but yeah, I mean, I see attorneys getting big time involved in this. Uh, you know, when mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's gonna happen. You know these trucks are you know are, are going to be involved in crashes. Um, so I mean, not all you're going to have you know whoever's pre-tripping, post-tripping these trucks, uh, mechanics, all that are going to uh, to me kind of be on the hook for it. Uh, yeah. Or, may, or maybe not be on the hook for it, but they're going to be 
really scrutinized over it. And, of course, I mean, we already are over everything. I mean, even mechanics are, you know. I, um, I remember the the days when, uh, you know, my brakes were a little bit out of adjustment. I went and crawled up under the truck, and, uh, you know, 10 minutes later, my brakes were adjusted. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's not hard to do to get up under there and, and, and take care of it. You know, now, uh, now they say that uh, you have to uh, – um, you know, have a class before you can adjust your brakes. That's kind of where I'm going with that. Right. You know? So yeah, you have to be certified. Uh, well, let's right. let me let me just say real quick um, why uh, we're covering this topic on Trucking 101. Because uh, if you're getting into trucking, I would assume that you're planning on having a career in trucking, and I would think you would want to know how long of a career that you could possibly have. So the reason we're talking about this is because trucking is changing. Um, Not one of the articles I read said that one third of the trucks on the road could be autonomous by 2025. That's what they're saying. And there's numbers all over the place. Who knows exactly when it's going to happen. There's a lot of variables, but we want everybody that's listening to this podcast to be prepared. If you are getting into trucking, just starting, I think that you'll probably have the ability to have a, uh, a decent career. I mean, I don't think it's really going to be an issue for maybe 10 years, but and then, then it'll start um, coming in, uh, especially with the, the current, you know, administration we have now with their, uh, their dislike of regulations and wanting to be keep, wanting to keep Americans employed. So they're probably not really going to be keen on this. So you probably have a good, a good stretch ahead of you, but when it when it does come down the pike, um, you're going to need to know that it's coming, and you want to make sure you make yourself valuable to the trucking company. Because uh, if you're a good driver and you have a good record and you have um, a good reputation, you're not going to have any issues. But if you're one of those drivers that doesn't, you're going to be one of the first ones to go, and you're going to be replaced by an autonomous truck. Oh yeah, exactly. Um, that and you know, I, I don't see how they can. I'm not sure how they're going to completely kick out uh, um, the specialized owner operator. Um, right, I'm what about I mean by drivers right now. Well, yeah, right, right, right. Um, well, all right. Well, even uh, you know, there's some companies that do specialized stuff. Um, right. Yeah, that's true. You know, where, you well, know, where you're if, if, Yeah, if you're in a specialized company, if you're in a specialized company, obviously you're not looking to just hold the steering wheel and ride down the road. You're looking to actually do some work. So you're, you would be one of those drivers that you could could consider yourself safe. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I mean, if um, you know. Um, like the over-dimensional guys, um, you know, there's guys that move uh, uh, some kind of specialized freight that has to be stacked in there right. It has to be, you know, you got to check on the stuff, make sure it hasn't shifted, you know, got to, you know, kind of make sure it's being taken care of, you know, that mm-hmm. you're, uh, that the freight's safe. Um, right. You know, uh, we've got a uh, got a few friends that you know that uh, do. They're kind of uh, that's kind of their thing is mainly specialized freight that you know they're having to block and brace in a certain way and you know and make sure that this stuff you know pad wrap everything and so i can kind of i can see that thing where there's going to be yeah uh, at least the driver's going to stay with the truck maybe maybe not maybe an autonomous truck but i can you know i can see where the driver's gonna have to stay with that load uh what about high value that's a that's another good one so, uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, under surveillance, sometimes it's called all the time, or somebody, somebody constant with the truck. Constant surveillance, yeah. Constant surveillance. So, yeah, yeah so you're not going to completely kick out um, um, everybody. No, and, I don't and think so. I don't, yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, so, we have some callers. Uh, that want to chime in on this topic. You want to go ahead and take some calls? Absolutely. Okay. We got Robert in Missouri. Hi, Robert. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? 
I'm good. The only thing I got is, you know, they say they start they're going to be running on GPS and phone signal. How many times do you mm-hmm. lose signal in your phone? A lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I was getting ready to pull play- there. There's a place in St. Louis that you go, you drive through the tunnel, and you lose GPS. So what happens at that point? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You lose GPS, and then sometimes you lose GPS and phone signal. Yes. I've been mm-hmm. out in the woods, and that, yeah. Those are yeah. the kinds of places you like to go just to get away, but you'd hate to see a truck with no driver going there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think they could do it. Period in Roswell, New Mexico, because there's nothing out there. I've driven through. You cannot get you cannot get a cellular signal out in Roswell. So I I think I think if you want to be a truck driver in the future, you might want to work in Roswell because they can't do it out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys have a good one. Keep it up. Thank you. All right, thanks. Bye. Okay, let's go ahead on to Jason in Ohio. Hi, Jason. How you doing? Hello, Melissa and Ross. Hi. You there tonight, Ross? Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> no, I was just checking because I called in last week with a question and a statement, right? If she took my call, you left. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, uh, oh, I seen an article on something I was reading on the uh, on some publication on the computer earlier that said they thought that they were going to have the autonomous truck going by uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's different numbers all over the place. Uh, people are projecting all kinds of different things, and, and they could all be right, and, then, and they could all be wrong. There's all kinds of variables that are going to decide. I read it. one that said 2035. Right? Yeah. Nobody really knows. It was in the same like article. Like I said, there's, there's a ton of variables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah that's kind the of same funny. article contradicted itself. That's because nobody really knows. Nobody really knows. The technology is here. It's just uh, a matter of implementing it and, you know, making it legal. You know, there's just a ton of variables, so nobody knows what's actually going to happen. And like you said a little bit ago, I totally agree with what you said. I don't think with the president we got now that it'll get that it'll get approved while he's in office because he's yeah. Trying to do away with regulations, he said for each one they pass, they got to drop two. Yep. I heard him yep, say that in the news conference the other day. Mm-hmm. He that's said what he wants, and I think he signed. Yeah. One he wanted approved. Each one they want approved, they've got to drop two of the old ones to get one one new one approved. Yep, you're you're right. Like we have no idea when it's going to happen. I think it'll eventually happen, just because it's technology and technology is coming. Uh, we just don't know when. I just want everybody to be prepared and be aware. So thank you very much for calling in. All right, have it. Okay, let's go ahead and go on to Nelson in Florida. Hey, Nelson, how you doing? Hey, not too bad. Yourself? Doing good. Doing good. You didn't get our call screener excited being in Florida. Uh, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. I said you didn't get our call screener excited being in Florida, did you? <laughs> no. She, she, no. She has a thing for Florida. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead with your question. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, oh no, yeah, no, no. Go go ahead with your question. I, like I said, I was just. Uh, seeing if she got excited about you being in Florida, man. Go ahead with your question. Okay. I thought I already asked the question was in regarding the uh, shortage of drivers. Uh, where oh, yeah. Data yeah, comes we from. just wanted you to say it on the air. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, I'm not too 
uh, sold out is shortage of drivers. Uh, yeah, neither am I. I if, if there was a shortage of drivers, like I commented before, our rates would be a lot better than what they are right now. It's all, it's all mm-hmm. supply and demand, and the rates are not there. The rates are where can, we can barely make it out here because of the cost, operating cost, and every other cost on the road. Now you got every truck uh, parking area. They're not, they're not making enough money. Now they want to charge for parking and taking more parking each day. That's like fourteen dollars a night. Okay, that's increasing constantly. That's your PA, Petros, you know, all these big players that want to take it all. Okay, and what leaves us is pennies behind where we can barely make a living especially if you got truck payments, insurance, and everything else that goes with trucking. It's the money's not there. And uh if it was a short of the drivers, you know, our rates will be four or five bucks a mile a mile because of the supply and demand. That's where I want to comment it on. Uh yeah, I I, I agree with you. Um uh... You know, most of the stuff I run, uh, I, I did run a six dollar a mile load the other day. But um, you know, most of the stuff I run, I'm in the uh, uh, in the two to three dollar a mile category. And and then sometimes, uh, uh, like when I'm coming, if I come out of Texas, the only time I come to Texas is when I come home. And uh, but when I come out of Texas, I, I absolutely take a beating. Um, I mean, I was looking at loads out to uh, earlier, and there was a lot of them. Under a dollar a mile, you right? Know? So, yeah. So, I, you know, I mean, so, I, I completely agree with you that the uh, I don't see the huge shortage um, in. Uh, no, there isn't a shortage. <laughs> right. <laughs> Our rate will be a lot better. Right. Yeah, I mean, I can still, you know, uh, uh, I, I run short. Uh, I, I capitalize on the spot market freight and short runs. Um, because I've got to where I don't want to work too hard anymore, and I sure don't want to put fuel in my truck. So, um, you know, th- that's what I do. I mean, I-, I usually only have to fuel my truck once a week, sometimes one and a half times a week. It's kind of what it, you know, what it works out to be. And um, so, you know, so that's where I'm. That's where I can get the rates at. But you, you're you're completely correct. I mean, if you go any distance, and it seems like if I go east, I can get a decent rate. If I go west, I can't. So, uh, but yeah, there's. Yeah, I just like to see where they come up with this data with driver shortage. They, you know, where this data comes yeah. from is all politically in, uh, inclined to change laws, just like, you know, uh, uh, 18 year olds being able to drive. Not that I'm really totally against it, but just to drive prices even further down. Okay, they can pay an eighteen-year-old be happy. Oh man, I'm going to I'm driving a big rig, paying four hundred dollars a week. You know, he doesn't have a family, and that's what this that's what these larger companies want, and that's what they'll get. So they pull the right strings, get this uh, laws passed based on shortage of driver data, wherever the hell the data is at. I don't know. Excuse my language, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, I have the language. I mean, I say it like a I'm not politically correct about anything. It just, it's just the yeah. way it is. And if yeah, anybody, no, anybody, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think they get, they use the same system to come up with the driver shortage number as they do to come up with the unemployment number. It's complete. Uh, it's fuzzy math, as they like to say. So I don't believe in the driver shortage either. But that's what they're using as their reasoning for the autonomous pe- for the autonomous trucks. Of course. They're, they're trying to say, yeah, they're trying to they're trying to make feel, people feel better, saying we're not mm-hmm. trying to take anybody's jobs away. We're just trying to sure. feel a need. So they're just they're just using it as a reason, <laughs> as as a little, you know, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I've been saying is these these they they use this stuff just to pass certain laws and certain regulations and certain equipment they want, just like you're saying. But where's the data? Mm-hmm. Where does the data come from? I mean, it's a government involvement as, as, as far as a scam on shortage of drivers. I mean, 
I like to do some research and see where the heck they come up with data from, the government or whoever's coming up with this data. I do believe it is a government number, yes, just like the unemployment yeah. number. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So who do we believe? Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't believe anybody. <laughs> uh, don't believe anything you hear and only half of what you read. How about that? There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All okay. right. Okay. Thanks well, very much for calling. Hey, thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, that's that's the other thing I was going to talk about, but he brought it up, the, the whole driver shortage number. That yeah, that's I don't do you believe in the driver shortage rush, Russ? Uh, no, no, I, yeah, no, not at all. I really don't. I, you know, there may be a little bit here and there, uh, but I don't see um I don't really see the shortage. I really don't. Um you know, uh, it's uh, you know he does bring up a good point. Um, some of the uh, uh, you know the freight rates would be higher. You know, now spot market freight. I mean, I you know that makes sense why I get uh, good rates on spot market stuff. You know, because mm-hmm. somebody wants it moved, somebody wants it moved yesterday. So right. uh, you know, I can capitalize on that. Uh, but the stuff that uh, you know when I'm not catching the spot market stuff, the stuff that I normally run. Um, I've seen the rates come up a hair, um, but uh, not significantly at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't know where they get that number from, but I think it's kind of, uh, like I said, I think it's a little fuzzy math. Yeah, would you say yeah, they were drinking um, a little something or, or government involvement? Uh, there's definite government involvement, but uh, you know what Ronald Reagan said? One of the scariest things you can hear somebody say is, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Yes. Yeah, and I was thinking it was somebody else that said that, but yeah. I, I, I that was Ronald Reagan, that. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the... Uh, the whole reason for the show, I mean, I brought up the driver shortage because it was mentioned in one of the articles. Um, but like I said, I don't believe in it. And the whole reason for the show is just, just to inform everybody what, about what's going on. I mean, if you're going to be in this industry and you want to make a career out of it, you should know what's going on. So we're just, we're just trying to inform everybody about, about where, where, where the industry is going and what kind of a line you can expect your career to have, you know, there's there's a couple different uh, ways you can go. You can either, as a company driver, you know, make yourself valuable wherever you're working, so you're not one of the first ones to go, um, and you just want to you could just hang on until the end, or you could get proactive and you could look for segments of the trucking industry where an autonomous vehicle wouldn't be able to take over. You want to look at you know a specialized segment of the trucking industry that takes um, critical thinking and problem solving, you know, um, possibly tanker. I don't know if, if oil fields are going to be something that, you know, an autonomous vehicle could do oversized flatbed right now, you know, you got, that's, that's really human involvement. Takes some critical thinking and problem solving logistics, um, high security, um, Actually, the autonomous vehicle will probably take government loads lickety-split because they probably want them on there. So the government loads will probably go away. Yeah. And and then and another thing is uh, if you're going into the trucking industry and right now you're a brand-new driver and you're trying to decide which way you want to go, should you stay a company driver or should you go owner-operator and get your own authority, I would recommend – you don't have to rush. You have time. You know, get in, learn, get comfortable, um, get prepared for everything you need to do. But I would put yourself on a path to go owner-operator. And not only that, get your own authority. That way you're flexible and you can deal with the the, the coming changes and, uh, and uh, you're not subject to somebody's whim, hiring and firing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, you uh, you mentioned the oil field. Um, there's a lot of that stuff. Um, 
even something as simple as pulling water off a well uh, in a tanker that, yeah, I can't see those jobs going completely up uh, a top. Mm-hmm. Eventually they might. Uh, so, but, you know, there's so much possibility of danger, which, uh, you know, I've, I've bounced around in the oil field for a little while. Um, you know, um, you know, I've had uh, I had gas leaks on a well. Matter of fact, I had a uh, I had one of the drivers uh, holler at me on the radio one night. Uh, he was new, and I had uh, I had trained him, and he's like, "Man, there's a big time hissing noise coming off this thing." And I asked him where it, about where it was coming from. He told me, and I said, "Run away from the pad. Don't walk. Leave your truck sitting right there. Turn it off and get out of there, and I'll come get you." You know, um, you know, had a gas leak coming off one of the wells. So I'm sure they could put sniffers wow. and stuff like that on trucks and so on and so forth. Uh, yeah, I saw a few explosions while I was there. Um, so, yeah, you know, I see that. I mean, there's several things that they do that is gonna, going to take a lot of the human involvement. Um, so I don't see that going away, especially anytime soon. Um you know, and who knows, you know, eventually technology may take everything away. But, um, yeah, I don't see it going away just really, really quick. Uh, you definitely need some uh, um, something that can kind of see everything that's going on around you. So, and just like you said, you know, uh, logistics, flatbed, um, you know, all that stuff. I'm, I mean, you could teach, uh, you know, especially with the, with, with this – as good as these automatic, I can't believe I'm speaking good about an automatic transmission, but as good as these automatic transmissions have got on shifting mm-hmm. and stuff like that, uh, you know, there's no reason why um, an autonomous truck can't, couldn't pull a tanker that's surging. So, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm sure the computer can sense that. I mean, I'm sure they can, you know, they can, they can program it for that. But, yeah, there's a lot of stuff yeah. that's, yeah, for a while is going to be, you know, going to have have to have human involvement. Yep. So uh, we mentioned platooning uh, in the beginning of the show, and I don't think we said that uh, we're pretty much in agreement. We think that that's what's going to happen first. The first thing that they're going to do is they're going to uh, bring uh, bring platooning out. And there's a company out there that is actually that this is their whole goal is to they say to make uh, the job easier for truck drivers. That's what they're saying. They're saying they want to make the job easier for truck drivers. And that's their whole thing. They want to do platooning to quote unquote make the job easier for truck drivers. They're, what they're saying right now is they're not going to take the driver out of the truck. Every single truck, including the ones that are being um, daisy chained to the lead truck, are going to have a driver in it. Uh, so that's what they're saying is going to happen, you know, immediately. That's what they want to happen. I think, I think it's a whole PR push just so they can get their their uh, technology out there and get people to buy it because um, I do think eventually that it's just going to be the one driver in the lead truck and that's going to be it. So, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, talk, I about, talk about platooning a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it's uh... – you know, uh, it's going to be a massive fuel savings for these companies. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know NASCAR has proved it. I mean, you know, uh, you know, you watch the, the races at the uh, uh, at the big tracks. You know, uh, drafting is critical, and that's exactly what they're going to be doing. They're going to be running uh, basically dangerously close to each other, uh, mm-hmm. or what you know, what we would consider dangerously close now. Um, if they weren't talking to each other. Right, yes, exactly. If they weren't talking to each other. So, um, so the, uh, I have no idea what the uh, – I don't think we've seen any of the numbers on platooning. Uh, what the – you know, the fuel, fuel mileage. mileage. Right. Was, yeah, I think you know, it was I mean, like 7% that at least. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Um, you know, just uh, you know, just our fuel bill on the trucks, and you know, and I can't call it off the top of my head. And I just looked at it. I could probably go back and, um, 
But for a month, it's phenomenal what our fuel bill is. I mean, it's second to payroll. I mean, payroll's first, and the fuel bill is next. And uh, yep. so percent off the fuel bill is, uh, I mean, that's huge. Um, these big companies, I mean, that's definitely millions, well into the high millions um, every year that they're going to save. So Right, and I think that's that's what they're really pushing. Uh, this company is they're saying they're going to improve efficiency because the trucks are going to do exactly the same thing at exactly the same time. So you got you got three trucks or whatever it might be all on the same schedule. So you're going to improve efficiency and you're also going to improve fuel mileage. So they're saying, no, you don't have to take the driver out of the truck. We're going to save you, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, whatever it is in fuel just by daisy, daisy chaining these trucks together. Yeah, uh, and that's um, yeah. I, I mean, I can see a huge benefit to that. Um, you know, they get the technology where it works well and what have you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know, seven percent. Uh, I don't know. I wish I'd sit down and done the math and seen what a seven percent difference would have been to us. Uh, but I mean, seven percent is huge. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for for. You know, for the for, for our little company, I mean, yeah, it was uh, you know it wouldn't be huge, huge, but it's a big it is a big difference. But when you're talking about these big monster companies, that's unbelievable. It's millions of dollars. It's millions of dollars. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. So uh, okay. We actually have uh, another caller on the line. I'm going to go ahead and go to Emerson in Oregon. Hey, Emerson, how you doing? Very well, very well. Hey, the autonomous truck thing is kind of an interesting deal, technology moving forward. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where it's going to go, and I certainly am not a high-tech guy. I'm a little bit leery. But from an owner-operator standpoint, you know, what Kevin talks about in many ways, the autonomous truck isn't going to be able to develop, maintain, and keep a relationship with a customer. It's not going to be able to add value. Uh, it's not going to be able to do, like he said before, the critical thinking, the the problem solving, or offering a solution that, you know, with feeling anyway, uh, that we can. And I know my customers appreciate. Uh, that human touch, that interaction, and it, and for me anyway, it translates into bigger value. Uh, like right. one of the guys earlier was saying, rates still are lousy in a lot of ways. We we get those, but we keep it to. We're fortunate we get to keep it to about a quarter of our overall business. The rest of them do pretty well, but for the most part, that's because relationships that we've developed with those shippers. And we're able to get a higher dollar because of experience and value, and we go a little bit above and beyond, and we're different. So the autonomous mm-hmm. truck, it's it's you know zeros and ones, like they say, the computer thing. It's it's programming. It'll go from A to B, uh, just as a cold, hard, heartless mechanical entity. Uh, if you want somebody that's touchy-feely, warm, can think, can offer solutions, problem-solve, you got to go to good old owner-operators like us. So, that, oh, right. oh, and like I said, I don't know where technology is going to lead, and we know it's going to happen, but there's still always going to be some place for us. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Russia had something well, to say. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's well, that? You know yeah, Emerson brought up, a, you know, a good point. Um, you know, just like what you did this morning, Melissa, with your truck. Um, you know, we're trying to build a new relationship with a shop that we have found. And so, you know, she went over there with, a, you know, a small problem and, um, you know, carried a, a, you know, a box of donuts with her, you know, and um, and carried her puppy inside, their dog lovers and what have you, and, yeah, man, they got her in and out. Uh, I don't know how long were you there this morning, Melissa. You weren't there real long. Like three hours. It was like three hours. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, you showed up at the shop completely unannounced, and three hours later, you rolled out. That's uh, you yeah, know, yeah, you, 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 
Go ahead. Just getting in a shop the same day to get a problem looked at sometimes is that's a tough deal, much less getting it fixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you brought up an yeah, absolutely off point. Yeah, well, and that's when I was in the sales world, that's what it was. There's always going to be somebody cheaper. There's always going to be somebody faster. There's always going to be something. But the general relationship that you build can overcome almost every obstacle. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Yep. My that's why we were, were saying that this was – yes, thank you very much. Uh, that's why we were saying that the um, – the people that were going to go to it first were going to be, you know, the big boys, UPS, FedEx, Walmart, you know, I mean, Walmart, I mean, that's, that's huge because they don't have a customer. They're their own customer, you know? So they're, they, it's going to be really easy for them to go to autonomous trucks. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. And, you know, um, you know, uh, running freight. You know, I, you know, I built a few customers uh, that, you know, and the same thing. You know, I mean, I'll you know, go in there and and be friendly and, you know, um, bring them a pizza or, um, you know, whatever. Help unload. Do you know? Do whatever. Um, and um, I mean, it got me. Uh, you know, doing that. Uh, it got me. You know, an awesome rate. And I mean, the guy was paying me actual hub miles off my truck. You know, hmm. so, uh, you know, it's just a, you know, just like Emerson said, just going in uh, the warm, fuzzy, how you doing, you know, um, people, people like that. And, you know, I think, a, um, I think a lot of these uh, places may not want the autonomous trucks there just mm-hmm. for that reason. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. You know, when it, we know when it gets to where there may not be a driver in the truck, um, so you know, and they may want somebody to scream at too. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> the and what have you. It, it, I, it, I mean, I hate to bring that point up too, but I mean, you know, it's nice to. It, well, I say it's nice, but you know, I mean, they want somebody to, you know, kind of hold accountable for and chew on and and get an apology from. And you know, you do. It, it's not the same if you're looking at somebody versus you're holding the phone. So right. uh, yeah, awesome point. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, I like it the way they're selling. They're 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 using an excellent selling point to get the the technology out there. Uh, you know, safety, make the drivers' lives easier, uh, efficiency. Uh, they're not saying anything about taking drivers out of trucks, which is exactly the way they need to go. Now, I think it's complete bull malarkey. I think they are trying to get the drivers out of trucks, but they're definitely selling it in the right way. You could have been more colorful saying this. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't complain. I try not to be, you know, family show and all that. I don't know who's listening. My mom might be listening. For goodness' sakes. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, I mean, I completely agree. I mean, they, you know, it's gonna, it's a feel good selling point. Uh, they're screaming safety is, you know, and that's what everybody wants because. Um, you know, you, me, and every other truck driver knows out here it's always our fault, right? They're, at least they're going to try to make it our fault. Um, so, you know, that's why they're screaming safety. You, you know, even though, right. you know, we get cut off, people do stupid crap in front of us all the time and don't realize yeah. that, um, you know, um, especially when we're empty, we can't stop. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, you know, I stop a whole lot better with twenty five, thirty thousand pounds in the trailer than I do with nothing. Right. So yeah. bobtail uh, bobtails are actually harder to stop than having a trailer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh Yeah. Go ahead. Uh I was just gonna say, uh another another thing that I thought of, I mean, if autonomous trucks are the wave of the future and uh, either you want to be a fleet owner or you're currently a fleet owner, 
that might be something you might want to consider because you could have the best of both worlds. You know, you'd have the human interaction from yourself, you know, because you'd build the relationship with the customers. But then you also have these autonomous trucks, which are uh, ultimately efficient, good for you, ultimately safe, good for the customer. So you could have the best of both worlds there if you wanted to be a fleet owner that owned a fleet of autonomous trucks. Yep, I can see that too. Yeah, I can definitely mm-hmm. see that. Uh, yeah, once a few of the bugs are worked out. <laughs> right, uh, sure, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, let 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 UPS and all that work all the bugs out first. <laughs> yeah, yeah let, let the and then it'll come with the small exactly. fleets. Yeah. Yeah, let the big boys work out the bugs and take the big dollar hit. And uh, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so, and then, you know, eventually they'll get it right. You know, where... Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, like like anything, you know, I mean, eventually they'll get it right, and you know, a truck will be able to be able to go from A to B, and um, but yeah, I, st- I still think we need the uh, the C element, you know, or or um, uh, actually, I guess with the P element, the personal element, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, unless you're going to be have, and who knows, I mean, it could turn into where your those trucks are going to completely automated places. Could you know, be. I uh, mean, they have automated loading already. Right. So a lot of automated loading, automated loading. Uh, you know, a kiosk when you check in, or, or you know, have the truck mm-hmm. check in, and I mean, you have all the information. You know, somebody sitting at a computer could have all the information programmed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I mean, so I, I don't see that being far fetched either. I mean, I see it being way down the road, but where you know, yeah. the truck can pull up, and you know, computers talk to each other, and you know. You know, it goes to the dock, it backs into the dock, it gets unloaded by a robot. You know, so, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I still think that could be way down the road. But, the, of course, you know, the way technology is now, I mean, you know, you buy a computer, 30 seconds later, it's a piece of junk. So, <laughs> I, I know yeah. it's not quite that bad. It's, that's a pretty good description of it. Yep. So, well, I, anyway, I think this was. Go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, by, by, by all means, go ahead. I got I got distracted by Emerson again. He sent me a text. Oh, okay. Well, um, I think this was an excellent show. We had a lot of great questions, a lot of great points, and a lot of great information. And I think this is something that we could do another show on. I'm sure. So maybe we'll do another one. The future of trucking part two coming up here shortly, but we get only got a couple minutes left before the end of the show, so I want to go ahead and close it out. Any final thoughts, Russ? Um, <laughs> I, I think we've kind of beat this up. Um, so uh, yeah, I think everybody's pretty much got my point on this. Kind of how I feel about it. I'm I'm not completely against it, but yeah, I'm ready for yeah, you know I want to see some bugs worked out and. Um, I want to see some real world numbers. I want to know where the numbers come from. But other right. than that, yeah, I think I get. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to go ahead and close out the show. Okay. Uh, so I just want to let everybody know that we have a Facebook page. You can go to Facebook and search Trucking 101 on Audio Road. So go check that out and give us a like. You can ask questions and give suggestions on that page. It's the best way to get in contact with us. Um, you can also reach us through Let's Truck at eight five eight hundred fuel or email support at letstruck.com. Um, if you are an experienced driver, please share our podcast with new drivers. There is a pinned post on the Facebook page that's Trucking One Hundred One on Audio Road, where you can go and share the link. So I want to tell you about the other podcast, uh, Speaking of Education. If you want to learn and be educated and know everything that you need to know in order to have a successful career in the industry, you want to check out these podcasts. Rolling Toe, every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Trucking with Authority. Actually, I think that might be 9 p.m. Um, I have to double-check that. I might have wrote the, wrote the time down wrong. Sorry about that. Trucking with Authority with host Kenny Long, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. And Rates and Lanes with Rico Muhammad, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. 
It's nine. I just got a text message confirming I was right. I wrote it down wrong. Rolling Toe every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Thank you. And then check out Destination Health Wednesday at 1 p.m. with uh, Kevin Rutherford and Kim Cockerham. And I'd like to close out with a quote from one of our favorite best-selling authors, Larry Winget. Do what you do, enough to become excellent at it. Otherwise, you don't. Thanks, everybody. Good night.